Hi, Beth. Hey, Beth. Your Abby, dear Kiki. Desperate housewives. Doesn't want to marry you. Love you like I love you. Don't talk to yourself. Cheers, Beth. Cheers. Ill advised. This is ill advised. Hi, Beth. Hello. Hello and welcome. Welcome to Ill Advice. A podcast where two best friends tell you what to do after someone else already has. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you. Did you not have anything to say? Though? No. Did you you didn't think ahead? No. I liked that though. Yeah. It worked. I uh I mean That's why I think too. Sweet melodies. <laughs> yes. So sweet. <laughs> I like I like that we're on the same page when we don't have a page to be on. Yes. Because that's what that was. Yes. Yeah. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I really feel like that couple of weeks where we were kind of on and off because our lives are chaotic, that that fucked with us. Yeah. Because I feel like we don't podcast. Yeah. This is like my first time here. If you're new to this podcast, that's Winona. I'm Angelina. And we're here to show you what a girl interrupted looks like. Amen to that. <laughs> With, with the white jackets and everything. <laughs> Speaking of white jackets, how, how are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> nice segue, Beth. Very good. Good. Uh, no, no real complaints here. I've had a very interesting week. Interesting, eventful. Um, I did learn something about myself this week. Do uh, tell. Well, it's not really something. I've, I've encountered a situation where I actually am very proud of myself for how I handled my situation where, uh, you know, I'm just going to be blunt. I went to a networking event Mm -hmm. and saw some old friends there, not really old friends, but old friends. Mm -hmm. And my ex made a -a peekaboo, but asked me what he was wearing or what he looked like, if he looked good, because I have no fucking idea. I did not look in his direction or make eye contact with him once. That's some serious willpower. Fucking Well, at first it was. And then after that, I was like, it was just natural. Just like when I heard someone say, oh, he's coming in. I was like, my heart started beating so fucking fast. Mm. And I felt myself get like upset and angry. Flushed. But just as fast as that feeling came on, it went away. And I was like, okay. Well, now we know we can be in the same room together. And that's it. <laughs> now you know you can be in the right, same right. room together. <laughs> right. Like that's not an invitation. Right. But um, I don't know. I, I learned that I am able to maintain composure and I don't have to be a bitch all the time. Yeah. That's I'm pretty- not writing a book for you though. You're you- going to have to figure it out. Are you talking to me specifically? Yes. <laughs> yes. <lessons>? Eye contact. <laughs> Lesson. I wrote plenty of my own books. Okay. Okay. Good. <laughs> Is that chapter in one of them? <laughs> No, <laughs> but yeah. for a reason. Um, but yeah, it was like an, an event, and it was that was like an event. Actually, it was Valentine's Day, which makes it even more that hilarious. Is. Do you think uh, that it was intentional of the ex? I'm not entirely sure. He however, doesn't live in the same town you live. In. No, I. Um, it, what's really funny is oh, I had dinner with a friend before that, and we actually called it somehow. I don't know why. In fact, when what uh, like watch him show up? Yeah, and my my friend Matt was like, "Did I manifest this?" Huh? And I was like, "No, no. Some, there's some intent here. 
I feel. You know? Yeah, that was why I asked you yeah. when you were texting I, me I, that I you were out. Sometimes. I asked where you guys were out. Yeah, but I, I laughed it off. I had a good night. We all walked out together too, like their crew and me and Matt walked out and left around the same time. We were all saying goodbyes on the way out. And not a single approach. No, and or I didn't attempt to. And I didn't look at him. I didn't want to. Could you feel him? my my skin was peeling <sighs> from the glare or the gaze, but just that's also just like for you to... how do you like substantiate that? You know, but that was badass of you. Like, I feel super I badass. So I learned that I can maintain composure, although I I think I always knew that, but I also learned that I'm like in a position where I'm ready to kind of let that all go. Yeah. Which feels great. Where you felt that initial like, oh, but mm-hmm. then it just And it like, dissipated. Yeah. I was like, nope, these earrings about to come off. Mm-hmm. Good thing they're twist Hold off. my purse. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, no. I, I mean, I would never actually do that. Like, we'd never go like mano a mano or, you know, or have a screaming match in public. But. Right. Well, you wouldn't. Right. Well, you know how that relationship ended and I never talked about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and how are you, Beth? Um, I just, I feel like I'm in limbo right now. Just waiting. It's like a waiting game. Oh, yeah. And I'm just waiting to get to the other side. But you had a little victory this week. A small one. Mm. Yes and no. In perspective. Yes and no. Uh-huh. Like, yes, absolutely. But also there's other things that like not take away, mm-hmm. but like kind of. They're the ex- there are a lot of exceptions. Yeah. 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 So I'm, I'm waiting for that part to be further, more bounds be put in place, I guess. Yeah. Before yeah. I feel like, okay, now we're good. Now I can breathe. Yeah. But overall? Overall, I think I'm pretty normal. My normal self. Yeah? Yeah. You just exist? Yeah. Life's good when it's good, not good when it's not good. Yeah, I yeah. guess. That's, I mean, sure. So there's there's nothing I can do right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's pretty much so, where um, I'm at. Instead, we just podcast. And this and is what makes drink. us happy. And we have a drink. Um, we didn't have our typical pickleback. Because typical pickle. Tickle, t- tickable. T- tick, tickable. Tickleable? <laughs> tickleable, pickleable. Um, typical pickleback? Yeah. You said it right the first time. I did? I just thought it was funny. Oh. Typical pickle. <laughs> That's called marriage. <laughs> <laughs> Bored with your everyday typical pickle? Try this kosher <laughs> spear. Spice it up. <laughs> Zest it up. Um <laughs> We, yeah, we did our a dirty martini shot today because we were sans. Jameson. That's it. Whiskey. 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 Not I don't know why I felt the need to tell people that. It doesn't matter. Jameson. Yes. But let's get this road on the show, shall we? Mm-hmm. This week's wine mm-hmm. is a Sauvignon mm-hmm. from the Bordeaux region of France. I feel like we go there a lot. We should go there a lot. We should. If no, for no other reason than to be spat at, <laughs> stupid American. Jeez, <laughs> oh, I don't want to go anymore. No? No. All right, well, I'll go. You'll be thrilled to know that there's not much here by way of a description. Just oh, no fun readings? No fun readings. Just Chateau Laborde 2018 Bordeaux 
100% Sauvignon Blanc. Appalachian Bordeaux Contrôle. <laughs> <laughs> and then it says E-A-R-L. Earl? I mean, Earl, but it's an acronym for something. Ah, uh, gotcha. Uh, Natalie and Serge Albert prepare to pull. Got it. Yep. Just fucking... Drink? Yeah. <laughs> Chateauboard.com. It was the 2018. How much was it? Uh, ooh, I think... I think it was 20 bucks and it actually has a medal here. It says, it's, it says medal in French and I just know because of Latin roots and all that shit. It got a medal in 2018. Uh, oh, for like best tasting? Something. The medal doesn't say? Maybe in French. Oh, gotcha. But just fuck, it's, it's a silver sticker. So there you go. Mm. Mm-hmm. I think they picked that grape too early. Which is weird because I like it. But I know, me too. My tongue is juicing. Stop. Yeah. My tongue's like the horniest vagina you've ever seen right now. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Oh. Sip number two. Yeah. <laughs> What's wrong with it? It's not bad at all. But there's something different about it compared to other Sauvignon Blancs. It's not from New Zealand. Yeah, but we like the French ones too, mostly. I don't think anything's wrong with it so far. I'm actually really enjoying it. Yeah, it just tastes different to me. There's something in the background, like an aftertaste or when I swallow it, it feels like maybe like I had an ice cube in it, like a little water down or something. I don't know what it is. Well, it did freeze. Yeah, but it's not frozen now. I know, but does that change the... I don't know, maybe... Somebody who knows wine, email us. What happens when we freeze it by accident? Just the neck of the bottle. Because <laughs> we, we want to chill our wine for our podcast. Yeah. Three? Mm. It makes me want like fruit. Maybe that's what it's missing. Fruit? The hint of sweet from like a green grape. Maybe. It like really is an unripe green grape. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you picked it early. But it's, your mouth's still juicing. It's brunchy. If I was going to describe this flavor, it tastes like brunch. Okay. Like I'm here to have whatever breakfast item you're putting in front of me or brunch. I, you know what I mean? Yeah. Kind of like bubbles, sans orange juice. I can get behind that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Rate it. Um, I really like it. Mm-hmm. However, I don't know that I would go searching for it. Mm-hmm. But I think if I walked in a store and it was right there, I might grab it. I have a number in mind. Four, four and a half-ish. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm at three and a half. Oh, how come? I'm not really sure. All right. I, it's not one that I would give up. Would I go looking for it again? No. And that's where I think it would be a four for me. I go looking for it again. But if it's around, I'll drink it. I don't hate it. Oh, for me, a five is I'm going to find it. A five is I'm not sharing it with anybody. This is my bottle oh, of wine. That's fair. Yeah, go fuck yourself. That's fair. I bought you a white Zen downstairs from Behringer. Go get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd say four. Okay. There we go. 3.75. Perf. Okay, so before we jump into the questions, Biff, I do have to say that something's not fucking right. Thank you. Thank you. Something's not fucking right and it doesn't I'm feel right. Sitting over here so unsettled and so like okay, wait, what 
I'm, I feel like I'm like I mean, we're good. To be reading a list. Right. You and I are good. And I'm like, okay, what's next? What we've, are we? Yeah, something is missing. We really didn't go that long without recording episodes. Let's just be very clear. Yes, we had some best ofs in there to cover the week so that, you know, our loyal listeners had something to refer to. Because, yes, I mean, I hate when I don't hear our voices. But <laughs> <laughs> realistically speaking, it's just... I think it's just our cadence. Like we haven't been regular on Sundays. And when we do, we're like interrupted or we have it. That was the other thing too. Like we were always suffering interruptions in the middle of it or not finishing an episode. Mm -hmm. So I'm wondering if we're just, we lost our mojo. Should we not podcast anymore? (gasps) I know. Or we just need to go back to our mojo. To our mojo. Get our mojo back. Do you have any random topics you want to discuss? No, don't put me on the spot right now. Okay, I have one. Perfect. Okay. Go. I want to start a new podcast and call it How to Be a Fuckboy or So You Want to Be a Fuckboy. Ew. I know. Why? Because I want to, to be a fuckboy. <laughs> I want to be, actually, wouldn't that be great if that were the aim of the podcast was to teach me how to be a fuckboy? Like how do I get out of my own way to go catch something? That's not something that can be taught. You don't think so? No, that's nature versus nurture. Is it? Yeah. Isn't that what teaching is though? If you're All nurtured, the... you're taught. So. Figures we'd go psychological on this. Okay, I can't use you for an example. <laughs> sure okay, you can. I, I am, I don't like to call myself religious, but I believe in God. You're spiritual. And there's not a single soul on this earth that can teach me out of my belief of God. You know uh, I, mean? I see where you're going with Like, this. that's just in me. But it's I don't not not believe in fuckboyism, fuckboyanity. But, but you definitely have, <laughs> what did you just say? Fuckboyanity. Fuck okay. Boy Christianity. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know if I'm. <laughs> I'm fuckboyish. Fuckboyanity. What else is on there? Fuckboy lam. <laughs> okay, I'm done. I'm done comparing sex to religion. <laughs> uh, that's pretty iconic. I'm leaving that in there. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But you do have your certain beliefs surrounding sex and monogamy and yeah. fuckboyanity. But I'm not above it. <laughs> No, but I don't know that that's something that could be. Something I could learn or get past. I don't know. Maybe. I think I want to, and maybe that's why I'm combating it. But also, we have personalities to take into account there, too. Like, you know me. But I digress. Let's not get too technical on it. I just think that would be a really fun podcast to have a bunch of self-righteous fuckboys on and talk to us about their fine art of fuckboy lum. I already am mad at all of them (laughs) i know this is one of those podcasts that you'll listen to because it pisses you off and not because it's like political (laughs) or interesting (laughs) or interesting right (laughs) as a matter of fact i don't care about anything that's about to come out of your mouth or maybe but i'm still here or maybe the podcast is talking people out of fuckboyism you know like so you want to be a fuckboy here's why you shouldn't or 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 uh-huh. ha, 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 ha. Uh-huh. we can just make them all feel like douchebags because they're going to come out with their certain logic and mm-hmm. their certain why it's okay. And 
and then being gifted as we are, uh-huh. we can shit all over them, oh. but intelligently with our words, so they can't wriggle out of it because it's, it's like it's like getting I just, in a fist fight, but without using your fist. Yes, yeah, like I just piece by piece dismantled your whole logic, and there's nothing you can say. But you're not going to sit here and be like, damn, you right. Is fuckboy wrong? Being a fuckboy wrong? Just like being a fuck girl wrong? Is, is fuckboy just being a whore but being a fuckboy? No. I think fuckboy is Because I called would a like fuck a fuckboy fuck right now. So I don't have to play the field or look for anybody. Like, I'm in the mood. Let's go, fuckboy. Get out. See? So you just answered your own question. I did. Yeah. Please go on. There's specifics about fuckboys versus just people that like, I'm not looking for anything but physical hookups. There's a difference? A fuckboy is a fuckboy because he's going to tell you everything you want to hear just to bang you. Oh. Oh, I guess I never put that together, but that makes so much sense. Yes. I'm gonna- oh, well, this podcast just got like one episode. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I told you I'm mad before I even... <laughs> Like, I'm already pissed. Cause wow. like shut the fuck up. Okay. Okay. Well, that's stupid. I just want a fuck buddy then. I don't want a fuck boy. No one ever wants a fuck boy. That's why they're fuck boys. I don't know. I just never thought of it as a bad thing. It's like just you're at where you're at. Just like sex work and shit. I don't know. No, a fuck boy is like I'm selling you all these hopes and dreams just so I can keep banging you, but I'm I not never ever going to like that. commit to you. I'm going to run you oh, around. Well, I guess I didn't I'm going to tell that. you that I'm not banging anyone else while I'm banging everyone else. Really? That's the fuck boy. Otherwise oh. you just are having casual sex with no commitments. Oh, being a fuck boy sounds really boring. It's, they're called fuck boys <laughs> for that. It's reason. hookup culture. Why don't you just say I'm only interested in sex? This is the lifelong question to fuck boys. Like, why do you bother? That's the name of the podcast. Why do you bother? Huh. Talking about relationships that you shouldn't be in. Why do you bother? Why do you bother? Don't fucking steal that trademark. <laughs> Copyright. <laughs> <laughs> you got the best stamp of approval here. All right. Well, that was a nice little segment of sorts. Now I feel like we should do wine. Yes. Right? Does that feel right? Yes. But we have already done it. Yes. So we're just going to go to questions? So we're just going to go to questions? (laughs) I liked questions Questions is good, right? (laughs) I felt my tongue get stuck when I said questions. (laughs) (laughs) This week we are revisiting Ask Natalie written by Natalie Bensavanga. We've only done this once. And she actually liked some of our reels that we did last time. Oh, well, that's amazing because we liked her. We liked her. And I'm surprised we haven't done her since in a very non-fuckboy way. (laughs) We would enjoy a committed relationship. That's right. (laughs) We would like to be Bensivanga'd. She is hot. (laughs) She's she's She's, beautiful. She's beautiful. Um, but that's not why we, yeah, I mean, so ask Natalie. At U Express. At U Express. <laughs> this one's from December 6th, 2023. Red Day? hmm Fiance embarrassed to take you to his childhood home? Oh. 
Dear Natalie, my fiance and I have been together for a little more than three years, and I have never been to his hometown or met his parents. What? What? Yeah. Let's tackle what? this real quick. A fiance, but I've never of met your parents. Over three years. But I've never met your parents. I don't know if I'm going to say yes to a wedding proposal if I haven't met your parents. Over three years. I think they've been together. They've been together for more than three years. So I'm going to assume that they were engaged somewhere within those three years. years. Yeah. Engaged. Mm -hmm. Never met the folks. Yeah. Don't you want to know what family you're marrying into? Or why you haven't met the folks? Yours is more practical. (laughs) Mine's like, do I get along with you? Okay, ready? I am. He always comes up with some excuse as to why we can't meet up. Finally, I convinced him to let me come home with him during his last trip to visit his parents. They are separated but live in the same home because they are very poor and can't afford to divorce. They have been separated for years and seem to get along well enough. Neither are in good health and it seems as though they lean on each other as somewhat friends. His childhood home is basically a shack and he never told me how bad things must have been for him growing up. Mm. I felt incredibly sad and wished that he would have shared this part of his life with me. His family was nice to me, but you could tell they were also uncomfortable and kept making excuses for why the home looked the way it did. After we left, I told him that I would be happy to help his parents once we are married. I don't want them to worry about having enough money for basic necessities like groceries. I make a lot more money than my fiance who works in the public school system. He was taken aback by my suggestion and things have been awkward ever since. I love him and want him to know that I just want to be there for him. We haven't talked much about the visit since. How do I break the rice? How do I break the rice? How do I break the ice just trying to help? Okay, well, that was not at all. Nope. What I no. expected. No, it's kind of sweet in a way, in a very roundabout way. Yeah. Go ahead. Well, I, <laughs> I don't know anymore. Hmm. Let's go with the question. Let's get the scenarios out of our head. How do I break the ice? Right. After saying, I'm happy to help your family once we're married. But he didn't seem. And he just kind of was taken aback by it and just hasn't brought it up since. And things have been kind of awkward. So he's clearly embarrassed Mm -hmm. about the whole, which is heartbreaking. Yeah. You shouldn't. God, my heart. I think their dynamic of him being a public school teacher, which notoriously make shit for money Mm -hmm. when they should be making a shit ton more. Oh, yeah. Because if you're a parent to one child, that's an (laughs) infinite amount of fucking funds you should be earning. But now you're a parent eight hours a week to fucking 30 kids. Hell, hell to the fuck no. But that dynamic of how much money they make and not knowing her background also, like, has she, did she live in a very, like, privileged lifestyle? Mm -hmm. You know, but that's the assumption I have right now. You look at her and you can just kind of you're well off, or you had a good upbringing, or maybe not. Maybe you just make really good money and you've done well for yourself. And I'm embarrassed to show you my family, so I can understand that being embarrassed and being like nervous to bring that those two worlds together. Yeah, I mean, I'd imagine it's probably already. I'm I'm being um, I don't know if. Stereotypical is the right word, but as cliche, 
I don't know the word I'm looking for, but like typically the man is more mm-hmm. of the breadwinner, mm-hmm. you know, and so I'm guessing from my perspective, there's probably a little bit of touchiness around that mm-hmm. being that, you know, his fiance is already mm-hmm. making more money than him, Yeah, you know, and then taking him back home where his parents are, you know, not well off. And mm-hmm. so it's probably the whole scenario. And then, you know, she says like, oh my God, like, you know, I'm going to help your family. Mm-hmm. So That's where I was going to go Probably next. just like, okay, just take my whole manlyhood from me. Manlyhood. Manlyhood. Manhood. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm already not financially providing for you. Right. So I obviously can't financially help out my family. Mm-hmm. But also I can't imagine that he's going to choose his ego over helping his family. So he's yeah. probably like, how do I You can't imagine this? it, but it wouldn't be out of the question either. Oh, absolutely. man. <laughs> absolutely. But I feel like that would have been his immediate response. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, fuck no. I'll figure it out or mm-hmm. I'll get another job. or You know what I mean? He yeah. didn't say anything. So it's, oh God, it's probably killing him. My, my kind of um, impression is along your lines with the small caveat that it feels like just by the way it's written, because obviously we don't know word for word what their conversations have been, mm-hmm. but almost like coming out of nowhere being like, I'll support your family without any precursor, without anything. Like once we're married, yeah, I'm I'm happy to support your family. Like she came out and said, I noticed why you've been embarrassed. Now I'm going to put you on the spot about it and say, we're happy to take care of your family, yada, 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 as a married couple. And he's just like, doesn't know how to talk to her like I didn't like the sympathy you card yeah. like you met my yeah something family. like that you yeah that's actually really good way now to put you it. can yep. now you feel bad for like us, i didn't so ask you for that a and b like on top of me having this wounded pride type of sensation that you've come to see how poor my family is where i came from and see that i haven't done much i don't want to say that because that's super rude and super inconsiderate but like i'm only a school teacher for example mm-hmm. like I'm not making the same money that I would have as a corporate CEO is what I'm trying to put out there. I'm not shaming school, shaming school teachers. Oh, they deserve course. way more than what we fucking give them credit oh, for. Um, but yeah, I'm wondering if there's something like that that plays into it. Like he's like, how dare you? Or how dare you? And also like, please back off a little bit, but doesn't know how to talk to her. Yeah, for me, I feel like he's probably more torn between like, Yes, like I absolutely want the help for my family, but mm-hmm. how do I say yes? Um, like, and I don't want to say yes. Yeah. But am I going to choose my ego over helping my family? Yeah. I wish he wrote this, not her. How do you break the ice? Obviously, you talk about it, but how do you approach that? I feel like I would let him bring it up. Yeah. He shut down for a reason. Mm-hmm. So he's probably going to process a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Clearly, it being the first time you've even met his family and mm-hmm. went to where he's from. That was already a huge deal for mm-hmm. him. So he probably already has to process that alone. In addition to you now being so kind hearted and like, Oh my God, I hate that your family is struggling. Like we'll absolutely help them. You know what I mean? That's a whole other can that he needs to, to process. Right Why? Because I had a very hard time trying to figure out what you said can no you said kind-hearted right yes okay 
because the kind kind of faded into the background. And I was like, what's tarted? And then I stopped and I was like, did she say cunt tarted? And now, and then I had to stop and kind of, I'm so sorry. I just, making eye contact with you, trying to be serious. And I'm like, cunt tarted. <laughs> I was like, fuck, cunt tarted. Like, I'm just wondering if he's maybe offended that she just came out of the left. Oh, that's a good offer point. that. Like, that maybe that's what I should have said. <laughs> you feel bad for us. Like, we don't need yeah, your pity. We don't need your charity. Like, yeah. yeah. I say, let it be. Let him bring it up. Mm-hmm. What I'm torn on is if he never brings it up again, and you guys are married and doing okay financially, do you send the parents money without? Don't fucking do that. Don't ever fucking do that. Really? Ever without talking to them and talking to him. But that my thing is like I would bring something up to him. If there's something off between us, you know, and you have an idea as to what it is because it only makes sense, right? Sequence of events. Well, I met your family and now we're not talking. Like I would be like, I think, you know, there's a little bit of tension between us. And I'm not really sure why. And if and when you're ready to talk about it, I'm here to talk about it. Right. And then he never does again. Right. Well, that's a whole other story. Well, that's what I'm saying. And then do you, Merry Christmas, here's two grand or whatever her finances are. You know what I mean? She's she's inserting herself. I know, but she also knows that his family's struggling. I know. And I think she needs to ask her man if her family if his family would be open to receiving that and if they would accept it or ask them but i would Send not just do prove it I, I, i'm wondering what would happen if i just automatically received like two thousand dollars in my bank account or cash sitting on my front step i'd be like if i take this did i just enroll in the mob <laughs> <laughs> Is there a body in my basement and I don't know? (laughs) This is your money to keep you quiet, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what did Natalie say? Let's find out because this one's interesting. Dear, just trying to help. Your heart is in the right place and I commend you immediately wanting to jump into action to help his family. However, the dynamics with his parents may be trickier than you realize. Perhaps there are reasons he doesn't go home or talk about them that go beyond that what you have witnessed. Follow your fiance's lead on this. If he is open to you bringing them meals on occasion, start with that. But if he is adamant against that, you may need to have a heart-to-heart to further understand his perspectives. Perhaps he doesn't want them to feel embarrassed and is just looking out for them. Perhaps he was neglected as a child and now he's resentful. There could be a dozen reasons why he's uncomfortable with you reaching out to them in that way. So be mindful and respect his boundaries with them. Use this as an opportunity to learn more about this story so that you can deepen your connection to one another. The knowledge you've gained can't change his past, but it can help you change your future together in a more compassionate way. Nailed it. Oh, fucking perfect answer. Yep. Oh, fuck Natalie. She's right. Obviously. (laughs) (laughs) She made it this long. I have nothing to add or take away from that. Yeah, and it's kind of making me mad because we never just, you know? Mm-hmm. So I guess that's fine. Next. <sighs> yeah. Natalie, give us some controversial shit, will you? This next we one. We stayed away from those questions. Uh, that's true. That is very <laughs> true. This one is from August 30th, 23. 
ask Natalie when the sex is bad to ghost or not to ghost. Ooh. I'm putting my phone down, Biff. When the sex is bad to ghost or not to ghost. It's a one night stand. Bye. I Casper. <laughs> but if it's not a one night stand. What, like dating? Yeah, I can't imagine it would get that far, though. Well, that's what I mean. What's between dating and a one-night stand? Two? A high five, I suppose. Two night stands? Two night stands? Well, I mean, you need one for each side of the bed. Unless your beds push against the wall. You just need one. Then you just need one. My beds push against the wall. (laughs) So does that mean you've hit a wall in your relationship? (laughs) And it should have been a one-night stand? (laughs) Yes. Yes. Amen. See, I'm a I'm a champion for if you can have sex and or I'm sorry, if you can get a kiss and or have sex on the first date, fucking do it. Because if it's if if you're looking for more than something just casual, this is going to define your dynamic. You don't want to like people who wait to have sex before marriage. I'm not knocking your religious reasons. I just could never because I'm like oh, I'm so in love. We got married two years later and now we finally had sex and it's fucking terrible. Or imagine that being your there's, first and then being like, this is what sex is. I never would have done this. <laughs> there's ways to know without having penetration. I don't know. There's ways to know like, oh, he's going to be good. Well, or in like, theory, that's all you've got though. some things. Mm, not if you don't have the experience. Think about people who are like so devout and religious that neither of them have had any sexual contact with another person. We're super off topic. Yes, I know. But I'm still <laughs> I'm still thinking about this in every perspective I can. <laughs> like if you've never had sex with this person and it's more, you know what I mean? I guess my point is, is There's like, gonna be if a you have a chance to plenty of do it. time between the first date. In marriage mm-hmm. to have sex. But what about those people who wait? Should they fucking ghost after their I do's? <laughs> Is that a sufficient yarner? The dick's whack. <laughs> I'm sorry, I tried. He put it down like a clown. <laughs> I don't fucking know. Tuna can. Oh my God. <laughs> are you talking about just the shape and size or are you talking about the smell? Shape and size. <laughs> Listen, if a penis smells like a tuna can, there's other discussions that's, need to be had. <laughs> well, sure. But I mean, I wouldn't have a two night stand with that if that's what two you know night what I mean. stand. <laughs> uh, that can't be the episode uh, uh, name. Why? <laughs> because we can't spell it. Because we can't figure it out exactly. Tune. Tuna stand. Two night. Tonight, that's T U N A I G H T N A I. Tonight, tonight, Dan. Tonight, we're done. All done. Um, oh, there's a whole question. That's my. If it's like we've hooked up two, three times, he wants to continue hooking up, but I don't. Then have the conversation. Don't well, just leave them hanging then. Let's get some context on this one, shall we? All right. We got to read the question. Huh. You put your phone down. <laughs> because I really wanted to talk about it for a second. 
You we may have answered. A whole other we topic. may have answered this already. <laughs> yes, but still relevant. I feel. <laughs> no, dear Natalie, I met a great guy recently, and after a few fantastic dates, we went back to my place and had sex. That was your first problem. That was where you went wrong. First date, fuck him and figure it out. I can't co-sign that. No, I don't think anyone should. <laughs> we all can't be me. <laughs> Even you can't oh, be you. It was awful. It was like he had never been with anyone before. Maybe he hasn't. Afterwards, I mumbled something about having to get up early and kicked him out. I haven't seen him since. It's been a week and he's blowing up my phone. He said he had a terrific time and wants to see me again soon. Of course he had a tr- <laughs> That's right. You showed him a thing or two. <laughs> right. I cannot date someone who is terrible in bed. I want to ghost him, but I'm 31 and my friends tell me I'm too old for that. But shouldn't he be too old to be that bad in bed? <laughs> oh my God. He's 36. Biff, we're 36. <gasps> Imagine being bad in bed. No, I can't. No. I can't. I'm also incredibly disappointed because he was good on paper in every other respect. Am I throwing him away? Can you work on this? What do I do? Good on paper, bad in bed. So my response is not necessarily going to be what I would or have done. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I have ghosted. I'm not going to lie. I have. Oh, I'm sure we all have. Yeah. After bad sex. This specific scenario, I don't think I would ghost him. There were a couple of hangouts. You are in your 30s. If he's continuing to hit you up, I think you're past ghosting. Mm -hmm. Although, it is possible to teach men what you like, how to do things. So if the equipment is good, Mm -hmm. that matters. The rest can be fixed Mm -hmm. and worked on. Mm -hmm. It sounds like I actually am going to fight that, but keep going. It sounds like he's maybe not had a lot of experience. Mm -hmm. Like maybe he had one or two girlfriends in his whole life that were like long term. Mm -hmm. You know, and the or maybe that's why he's just never. Had the courage to be like, listen, mm-hmm. I would like one orgasm right. at least. Right. You know? But also, she's what, 31, 32? He was 36. Did it say how old she, she was? was? I only read this shit. I don't pay attention to it. I think 31. 31, yeah. Okay. So maybe you don't have time or energy to teach a man. And mm-hmm. then you gently let him down. Mm-hmm. I say no to ghosting for this one. I think just a simple, you know, I think I'm looking for something a little different or the chemistry's not what I, you know, like I'm, you were really great, you know. I'm with you. Um, my my first thought was like, it was the first time you had sex. Like, I'm just thinking about the first time I've made out with someone it's and awkward, how many times you hit teeth, you know, like. And even sex, it's just kind of like you're trying to, You're first of all, you've got you on your mind. Like my performance anxiety is what like do I look through like? the roof. Right. Does she think it's big? Because I don't. 
yeah. <laughs> or vice versa. What is she like? Yep. Or, and even her, like she had to have gone in a little bit nervous. So there's a part of me because at 31, and obviously you can call sex terrible only if you've had experience with sex. So right. making some assumptions here that I feel like would be general, mm-hmm. but there's also like, you know, maybe there's something else like the equipment that you mentioned that she doesn't want to bring up because she doesn't want to be superficial about it, but wants someone to justify that ghosting is okay in this instance, you know, like it was bad, but he couldn't even hit my G spot because well, I think that's or when I'm all so much fours, more valid. I know, but some people are just embarrassed about being that superficial because the way that society paints things. Yeah. You know, I think it's okay to like what you like and not like what you don't like. So long as you're not hurting other people. Right. 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 So if I, personally would love to see a muscled ginger with the milkiest skin in front of me. Awkward. Right. <laughs> but I'll settle for that dark hair, yes. medium build jerk. With the nice peen. That doesn't know what. And next. But you know what I mean? Like, are you ghosting or not ghosting in this situation? I am, in this situation, I am not ghosting. I'm doing exactly what you said. Okay. After being on a few dates and finally having sex, like one time is not enough to determine sexual chemistry. I was going to say, are you going to give it another shot or are you just going to say, I don't think this is what I'm looking for? I'm going to give it another shot. Yeah. Yeah. I think that was a great point the first time. Yeah. Plus, like if there's chemistry otherwise, like let's see, maybe we can work through this. I say just give it some time. And if he doesn't rise to your occasion, maybe you can teach him, like you said. Mm-hmm. But if he doesn't get there, then be like, I just don't feel satisfied. And that's the end of it. You talk to him. We need to stop ghosting. However, I'd be a hypocrite. That's a one night stand. Yeah. Then it's, it's expected. That's a different story. Yeah. But this is like, you're either getting the text back or you're dates. not. Right. So he's waiting for you. And clearly you're sending one worded responses because men don't get a hint and they keep texting. I disagree that she's You don't think sending. she's responding at all? No. No? Open up my Facebook inbox. Mm-hmm. There's dozens of men who aren't yeah, getting but you responses. Haven't met, but you haven't met those men. And like in his case, you know, like yeah, he's true. been talking to her, they've been on a few dates and then they have sex and then, yeah, I'm going to hit you up. Yeah, but I feel like that's very, you know what I mean? You're right now giving men too much credit. Things are great until (laughs) you guys have sex and now you're not hearing back from her. Like that is your sign. Mm -hmm. Unless she hasn't told them that it's not bad. That's what I mean. Like that would be your sign. So he's, he's hitting her up because she's not saying like, did she say if she's, she hasn't said, I thought she didn't say that she hasn't been responding, which is why her friends are telling her like, you can't just ghost him because he continues to message her. It's been a week and he's blowing up my phone. He said he had a terrific time and wants to see me again. I cannot date someone who is terrible in bed. So no. She wants to ghost him, so she hasn't. Read the part about the friends saying. My friends tell me I'm too old for that. So she has just kind of been like, oh yeah, me too. Probably. That's the impression I get. But like wants to stop. Right. Just all together. Yep. Yeah. Okay. She kind of feels bad. So she's she's got her own dissonance to work through too. Because she knows like. What she's, she thinks she knows what she should do, but what she wants to do is what's in conflict. And we can all relate on. With, yeah, because how that, do you yeah. tell a guy, like, you're really great. Everything was really great. But that dick is shit, bro. But you fucking suck in bed. You f- how do you say that? Literally. 
Yeah, how do you say that? You know what I mean? I so know. of course she's like, I just want to ghost him because I don't, I I don't know how to tell him that. Chemistry. Actually, I think I've said that before. I've actually said that recently. So we're good. I, I think it's valid. I think it's a very valid, like all around, for anyone to say. Sexual chemistry is super important. And that's it. Yeah. Whether it's because and they're bad and better like, because you didn't feel like yeah. tied to them, connected yeah. to them. Like, Maybe they're selfish lovers. Mm-hmm. And that definitely. Yep. You ain't going to fucking ravage me and then throw your pants on and go get a drink of water while I'm like, oh, we we started in finished. Oh, okay. No. Ravage means savage. And you're not you're not ravaging anybody. What you're doing is you're going to town on yourself. Exactly. I'm so sorry. I didn't know it was your hand. <laughs> Literally. Like. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. I was a live porno for you. <laughs> gotcha. Got it. Grab me a glass of water while your you're out there. Your laptop now has a hand. Dear good on paper, bad in bed. This is clearly an important issue for you. Some people don't care as much about sex, so this may not be a deal breaker for them. And those people are sad, in my opinion. <laughs> but that's what sex means to me. <laughs> Settling. <laughs> Settling for... That's a good one, too. Would you rather settle in the relationship or settle for the sex? If you were settling for one or the other. If everything was perfect but the sex, I'm settling for the sex. Oh, no, I said the that wrong. Settling for the... I don't know what I'm, the right way to say that I'm, is. Right. I'm staying in the You're relationship. the relationship. In, in putting up. Settling on the with, sex. That's yeah, what yeah, it is. Yeah. Hmm. Because they can be I think I would cheat. Or that. I might cheat. Now you got the best of both worlds. I might cheat. Great deck and a great relationship. Right. Just not and by the same person. The psychological uncertainty, going to a therapist and being like, I don't know why I'm upset. Because <laughs> you don't want to admit you're a fucking cheater. I'm I digress. <laughs> yeah. Should I keep going? Yeah. In your case, it sounds as though this was a whole other level of awful. What made it awful? Meaning, is this something that can be worked on or was it about a lack of sexual chemistry? Oh. Mm-hmm. Biff, did we just talk about this? Mm-hmm. People can improve their skill set but it's very hard to create energy that isn't there. If this is just about skills, and if you think it's worth salvaging, then you are going to have to be real with him. If you don't think this budding relationship is worth having, then cut your losses. And while your friends are right that you may be too old to ghost someone, do what's best for you. I always say that communicating our needs is the best path forward, but you have to decide whether or not you want to put energy into that situation. And if you don't talk, and if you do talk about it, what is the plan? How are you going to tell him? What will you say? You may have felt the need to fake other things, but keep this conversation real for both of your sakes. Natalie. Fucking yes, Natalie. I fucking love this response. <sighs> yeah, I'm like bordering. If you don't have the energy for it, just you don't have the energy for it. It's true. I like that she kind of. But is that kind of shitty to do yeah, to someone's stuff? That's a different thing. Yeah, but it's but she's meeting this person where they're at with that mm-hmm. response. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. If absolutely. you have it, you have it. Maybe you are too old, but do but what if works you don't for get you. The energy, you don't get the energy. I know. Yeah, that yeah that is a little controversial part, mm-hmm. but I like the rest of it. It's perfectly written, very well said, plan it out. But I I like that we were online on this one. Or inline? Inline. Yeah. So kind of nothing to fucking fight with. 
Maybe this is why we didn't do Natalie again. <laughs> because it's just like, what the fuck are we supposed to do now? Right. This is a shit podcast. So now we need to do Natalie and see how we go up against her oh. and not our advice for the questions. What do you mean? Like, you know, like with Rachel, where it was like, I just want to see where my responses fit in with a friggin' pro. Yeah. I'm just trying to figure out how we would. Like, maybe we should just see if we can find Natalie and bring her on to do an episode with I us. I just, I don't know if she's still an active she is. therapist. She is. Because I signed me up. I don't know about therapist, but she's active. I know that she recently released a new Ask Natalie. So, which is what reminded me. I see her all the time. I watch her videos all the time. And it's just, it hasn't clicked. We haven't done Natalie in a while, which is like, shame on us. Or me, rather. But Us, then, because usually I have my notebook, so I can be like, oh, that's this too. one we haven't done. You should just retire that notebook at this point. I, I think, think we're I 25 have. episodes behind. I <laughs> and I saw very recently, like, a new Ask Natalie, and I was like, oh, we should do Natalie again. Because mm. it's been a while. Yes. So we'll just add this to the regular rotation. Yes. And, well, that's that. Next? Next. All right. This one is from September 13th of 23. Recently divorced sister trying to sleep with your husband? Oh, hell no. Oh, hell no. I don't even have to put my phone down for this one. We should just get into it. You ready? Yeah. Dear Natalie. My sister Dear is... Dear Maury Povich. <laughs> Dear Natalie Povich. <laughs> my sister is going through a horrible divorce and is having major money issues because of it. My husband and I have a big house with an in-law suite. We told her she's welcome to live with us while she works through everything financially. Mm. Wow. I expected she would be there for a year. Well, it's been about two months and I have the suspicion she's trying to sleep with my husband. Actually, not so much a suspicion as he told me she basically threw herself at him the other night when I went to bed and they were hanging out. Oh my God. I know he would never cheat on me, but I am infuriated with her. I want to kick her out. My husband said she's a mess and was drunk. I was just going to say, like, was she drunk? Not that it excuses it, but the nerve. My husband said she's a mess and was drunk when she hit on him. He feels bad for her. Well, I don't. (laughs) Drunk or not, she knew what she was doing. What do you think I should do? Booze, no excuse. For whatever reason, I'm super curious if it's the, if she's the older sister or younger sister. Not that it's. It might have an effect on the dynamic, but it could go either way. Jealous of the older sister. Or it's like, you're my older sister, you fucking, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you're shit. You're Versus shit. like, you're my little sister, it's my job to teach you. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to whoop your yeah. ass. And if you ever mack on my husband again, I'll fucking, that's it. Whoop your ass again. Yeah, and then kick you out. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> but if you're my older sister, that felt much more intentional mm-hmm. and like I'll never trust you again in my life so what do you do because she's living there she's mm-hmm. seemingly not able to get her own place send her back home to mom and dad yeah I didn't even go there I didn't know if that was an option in my head I'm like weighing the circumstances not so much the incident but like this is your sister that you said, sure, no problem. You can move into my in-law apartment. Mm-hmm. 
So to me, that's like you're, I'm assuming that you have somewhat of a close relationship, but then she does this and you're like, oh no, fuck this bitch. She's gone. Like no benefit of the doubt, nothing. And this isn't me justifying each way. It's more about like, how are you going to feel as the sister who owns this place, kicking your sister out? And are you in a position where you can risk this relationship with her? Or is that something you're not even considering? Does it not matter to you? Those are things to weigh. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. It's not a it's not a response or a justification for anything. I'm just thinking like the way that you are going to approach this depends on that relationship too and what you want to exist after that confrontation. I mean, after you try to fuck my husband, you've kind of you've decided our relationship now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then you have a sister who might be like while you're believing your husband over your sister. I've never done this before. I've never done this to your husband. Nothing happened. And you're literally taking his side when I need you the most. Why would the husband just? Who knows? I'm thinking more of like a very close relationship with my sister. And all of a sudden she's trying to sleep with my man. You know what I mean? I'm just thinking of the different dynamics. Possibilities. I think here's the one I'm doing. Tell me. Because I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I'm a Libra. No decisions made here. (laughs) (laughs) I am obviously confronting my sister. Mm -hmm. Depending on her, well, maybe not even depending on her response. I'm confronting my sister and probably giving her one more chance. Are you saying like, if I find out that this is true... No, or if I'm I saying see, like, or if you, you did this. even so much as bend over in front of him again, mm-hmm. we're fighting physically. Mm-hmm. And I might kick you out, <laughs> but we're fighting. Okay. I started to say, depending on her response, mm-hmm. but I don't think, I think either way, it's prob- probably most likely I will give her another chance mm-hmm. and just be like, listen, not fucking cool, first of all. Mm-hmm. Like, second of all, I opened my home to you. Mm-hmm. I don't care how fucking drunk you are. Not cool. Not okay. Never again. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I don't think her either like, oh my God, you're so fucking right. I'm so embarrassed. I'm so sorry. Versus like, what the fuck? I wasn't even, I didn't even fucking, that's not even how it happened. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's going to sway my one way or the other. I think either way, I'm still, listen, if I fucking even yeah. Like, if you even look at him for too long, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think that's what I'm doing. But you're like, okay, you're a wreck. We got it. You're in fucking, you know, big mess of a life. And you mm-hmm. went through a shitty divorce and still not okay. Still not okay. I am so with you and what I, I would do. Even if it even feels mm-hmm. like you're looking at him the wrong way, then you can't stay here. Mm-hmm. I'm with you on what I would do. The advice I would give to someone else who's already ready to kick their sister out, I'd tell you to follow your gut. Yeah. For the only yeah. reason being like you've already made a decision. You've made a determination. You don't want her there. So are you going to live in your own house, in-law apartment or no, under that scrutiny? Feeling that way about your sister, feeling like you need to protect your home, feeling like you need to protect your territory, 
do you want to do that? Yeah, that is a good point because there is the sister's wrong, period. Yeah. But there is a difference between the sister who just was drunk and emotional and mm-hmm. crossed boundaries versus the sister that's actually going to fuck your husband. Right. That is that so is you, very true. So you do know. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, either way, she's wrong. So do you think that this sister knows that, that her the sister, sister is would capable? would have went through with it, yeah. yeah. I think that does make a difference. That makes a huge difference. That does make a difference. That's shitty to feel that way. Yeah, because now I'm actively paranoid when yep. you're around my husband. Exactly. Or Especially just living here. Like if I go to work. Right. If he breathes in your direction. Like right. I have to call my husband and not be home by the time I get there. Like, you know right. what I mean? I don't know. <clears throat> but that's the advice I would give. I'd be like, you've made a decision already. You want this person out. If you're not going to be able to live there without resentment and reflecting that, you're going to be living in your house with no peace, in your own space. Which is going to spill over onto you and your husband's relationship. Oh, sure is. Whether you trust him 100% or not. Now, how you're going to handle this with your husband who's empathetic to her cause is a whole other story. He didn't sleep with her, but he thinks you should give her a break. But really, this is your choice to make, not his. Also, kudos to the husband. No shit. Unless he BT slept with her dubs, and he's just lying just ahead to of time. Fucking bang me. Because you know how men are. Fuck first ass later. You know I'm right. Right, day. Mm. Dear booze, no excuse. Sis has got to go. Ooh, straight She to the went point. right for the jugular. I would not want anyone in my house that was disrespecting me or my marriage. You have to confront her about this and make it very clear that this behavior is not only unacceptable, but incredibly hurtful how could she try and break up your marriage when hers is falling apart very good point well that's why yeah well yeah (laughs) i was literally saying hurt people hurt people i'm not thinking clearly because my life is in shambles right Right. what did she think add alcohol yes because fuck inhibitions (laughs) fuck this life this is why we do this podcast (laughs) with wine (laughs) Yes. <laughs> <laughs> a conscience, conscience, inhibitions are for the sober. Mm, the moral. The moral sober. You can still be moral while you're drunk. Okay. Well, you're up it to a point, right? Mm, debatable. Really? Yeah. But definitely less likely. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'm like, mm. but yes, but no, but no, yeah. We all have our thresholds, Sometimes. I suppose, uh, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Depends if anything else is thrown in there. Weed. Oh God, no. Cocaine. Yes. 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 Yeah, you're too hyperactive to even think. Super in the moment. Yeah. Okay. I can't wait to go to a swingers party, totally coked out. <laughs> <laughs> no you can't poked out swingers party for one i'll go with you i'll be your swinger <laughs> we're here together but we're not swingers <laughs> we're two singles also we both want your husband i will share her <laughs> we both want your husband <laughs> i'm gonna keep going what did she think would happen in this situation even if she apologizes she can't be trusted you opened your home to her, and this is how she repaid you. She can live with someone else, at least for a little while. Take a break from this nonsense. You don't have to put everything on the line for someone who cares so little for all that you've built. 
Once someone shows you who they are, it's almost impossible to unsee it. Family or not, she has no right to treat you this way and needs to go. Mm. What we would do versus what we would tell someone else to do. This is what we would tell someone else to do. We would never take our own advice. I don't know what I would tell somebody. I would tell someone exactly this. You've made your decision. She's got to go. Well, from a different lens, I suppose. My first question would be, did you whoop that bitch ass? <laughs> and then we're going to take it This from is there. why you're not licensed yet. <laughs> you're right. That's terrifying. You're, you're a literal liability to any How firm. How am would... I going to be <laughs> I need to know these things. <laughs> Was there any physical altercations following this incident? And if not, why? <laughs> and who threw the first punch? Can you only imagine? No, I can't. I wouldn't want to either. She makes excellent points, obviously. Like you, mm. but I still. Would you say this advice was wrong? No, no. It just feels a little harsh. Yeah, I guess. And maybe not even harsh. Maybe that's not the right word. Abrupt. No, that's not right either. Just very final. Like there's Rash. no. Mm, rash yes but no because you're not wrong to fucking but like it was an impulse decision like you didn't sit and think about it long enough then like you didn't even get through like you know confronting her and you know what i mean because i feel like as your sister there's gonna be a great chance that it never happens again right she's probably gonna feel embarrassed she's probably you know what i mean like yeah but i also somehow and I have conflicting views of this within myself, kind of agree with like when someone shows you who they are. But also yeah, there's an I argument know. there I know. for either way. I don't, I, I like this advice because this is what I would give. Would I take that advice? I'm going to tell you maybe an 80% chance. No, maybe 90. <laughs> I think with you being so firm in your trust in relationship with your husband Mm -hmm. i think you're safe to confront her forcefully confront her Mm -hmm. (laughs) like and then allow the space for healing uh fixing i'm letting you hang yourself right here's the rope oh i see what you're saying okay right self-incrimination we're all (laughs) you know we're all aware now right what the fuck you did I can't help but go Maury on this in my head. Like he doesn't want her there. So he's saying something about her despite him wanting to be your biggest champion and wanting him to like, maybe I'm jaded because men have only shown me who they are with the exception of maybe one. He's like trying to show you what you think you want, what he thinks you want to hear and what he thinks you want out Why of all this. Why does husband want her out? Oh, I'm if, not saying this. I'm not saying that this is the case. I'm just saying like in general, like reading something like this, I can only jump to the alternative where she, she would, where the sister would be like, I never did that. That's bullshit. He's full of shit, blah, blah, blah. And then her like, my husband, my sister, my husband, my sister, my husband, my sister. And then her being like, you know, there is another way that this could go. There is an alternative, blah, blah, blah. I'm just going Maury in my head. I don't really feel this way. I'm just thinking of all the possibilities. Gotcha. Yeah. Like, I love my wife, but her sister's better in bed. Or 
you were really good, but your dad did it better. Uh, oh, whoa. <laughs> well, that just... Well, I only said that to somebody Escalated. recently. <laughs> what did I say? Oh, okay. No, it wasn't true. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, tell me something outrageous. What did I say to him? I think I sent you this message. You did. What was it? It was very uh, risque. He's like, tell me what you would do. And I'd pull him close and I'd be like, yeah, do you, you do that thing your dad do or something you like would that? <laughs> pull him against you so you, you guys could feel certain places and parts. Yep. And then you would whisper in his ear, do you do it like your dad? Or something like, do you do it as good as your dad? Are you as good as your puppy? Yeah. No, you said ew. I know. Yeah. <laughs> just wanted to gross myself out. I suppose. <laughs> All that aside, that's just my where my brain can go. Is what I'm saying. Tamori Povich. Oh yeah. We I mean, we've Maury. watched too many of those in life. Actually, and we've on been TV to those. Yes, yeah. we did. But they used a different audience for our episode. Stop. <laughs> you don't it. remember that? No. Uh, who? I think our our old friend was the one who noticed it. It was our episode, but they used a different audience because they kept telling us to like cheer and whoop it up and hoo, yeah. hoo, hoo. And apparently we didn't do it right because it was a different audience. Because we were in the middle, a few rows back, but in the yeah. middle and we weren't there. Garbage. Yeah. I fucking called out of work for that shit. Maury's done, right? For some reason, I want to say he's dead. No, he's like not dead. He just died. Who just died? Jerry Springer? Jerry Springer died, yeah. Oh, so sad. I know. Did you know he was the mayor of Cincinnati? No. I think Cincinnati. He was a political figure before he was the Jerry Springer. Usually it's the other way around. I was going to say, what a jump. Yeah. Usually you're like famous and then you're like, I want to be a politician. I'll be back. <laughs> Get to the chopper. <laughs> Who is your daddy and what does he do? <laughs> So is that it for Natalie? That's it for Natalie. I hate when people agree with us. <laughs> or when we agree, we with, agree them. with people. Yeah. Fucking boring. <laughs> I want a debate. <laughs> Jerry. Jerry. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. No, um, but I I that's what I think that's why we appreciate Natalie too, because she's thoughtful in her response. You know, she's got a little bit of this one had a little edge to it compared to the other two, this most recent one. Mm. She's like, no, bitch. I want, actually, I would like to hear Natalie talk like that. Bitch, run. Girl, bye. <laughs> he don't love you. Pull her hair out the door. <laughs> one extension at a time. Yeah. I hope everyone gives Natalie a read and a listen because you can hear a lot of her thoughts surrounding a bunch of issues on social media. I dropped my phone on the floor, so I can't look it up right now. But it's Natalie Bensavanga. It's, she's got some good shit out what, there. Instagram? Instagram. I think she's on TikTok too. Don't quote me on that. But she's just got some great insights. And she does some news spots on some uh, some news talk shows. I don't. What do you call them? I don't know. They're like local to where she is. I want to say like Chicago, but again, don't quote me. My phone's on the floor. Yeah. Face down, probably missing a whole face. They definitely heard it. Yeah. I'll try to keep that in there. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's worth it. She's got, there are some um, political opinion pieces that she kind of tackles from a fact. It's really interesting, like fact-based rather than just like opinion-based. Mm -hmm. She's like, 
calling out like some straight up facts. It's just like, how can you argue with this? I mean, you kind of get an idea on what side she's on, what side mm. of the aisle she's on, but she's like, I think her segment's called Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. So just give her a listen. Yeah, she's great. Yeah. But that's it. It's over. We're going to finish this wine. Yep. And we'll get nachos. Oh my God. It's been a while. We need a nacho date so yesterday. Nachos and whatever goes with nachos. That's nacho, man. That's right. Nacho cheese. We're going to end here. We're going to end right here. <laughs> and you know the drill. Send us your questions, your comments, all your concerns. What would you do with your sister? Who's... Oh, my God. I know. Please tell us. Seriously. Like, hang her from a clothing line. And something tells me that somebody out there has experienced this personally. So what did you do? Please serve us that tea. We need to know. We need to know all of it. Every little detail. Like, don't leave anything out. You know I want to know what your face you. looked like when you heard you. this from your husband. Did your husband have to pull you off? Or even better, did he? Let if your you husband told you this, this and you believed him and you kicked your sister out, but then found out your husband was deceiving you because this is an Because episode. the husband tried to bang her, <gasps> but then ran to the wife and was like, your sister just tried to bang me because he knew the sister was going to be like, your fucking shitbag husband just tried to fuck me. This is an episode Ooh, of All My Children. This just turned into Lifetime and not Jerry Springer. Oh, if it was Lifetime, yeah, right. It would go in this direction, yes, right? on the, the side of the woman. Would. Yep, he would be yes. the piece of shit. Mm -hmm. Because let's face it, Lifetime just tells you what really happens in this world. Yes, Lifetime accurately depicts men. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. And sometimes Gay, women. straight, trans. <laughs> We're all trash. <laughs> You said it, not me. I said it. Listener, you're beautiful. You're wonderful. Everything about you is fantastic. Beat that bitch's ass. And remember, you're not ghosting him. You're ghosting his penis. And thank you for listening. You've been ill-advised. Ill-advised is hosted and produced by Stephanie and Ray. A.K.A. your Beths. Send us your questions, your comments, all of your concerns. And your drink recommendations. To illadvisedpodcast at gmail.com. You can catch up on all of our episodes and our show notes at illadvisedthepodcast.com. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at illadvisedthepodcast. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you listen. You've, You've been, been ill-advised. Ill